the cleats were on and you could hear them scraping on the concrete. So it was getting like a really good groove going. Getting lots of nice lovin's from the quarterback. Pants around his ankles. Nobody's there. Game's over. Still like smell like the musky odor of the other players in the room. But we are all alone. That was so sexy. So sexy with this really good-looking number one athlete in the locker room. Boys only. Football. Are you kidding me? That thing had been there since my mom had been in high school. And I was not supposed to be there doing what I was doing and enjoying it so much. Sports can be very sexy. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. So uh, did you let her in sports? or? I actually played, I was an excellent athlete. I played basketball and I played softball and I water skied. Not at school, but you know. In the summertime in Oklahoma, that's about all you get. And I used to take a different guy out on the boat, because boats are sexy, too, and my parents were cool like that. I remember the first time I ever did it in the water. Mom and Dad were just over on the other side of the beach, and kind of snuck around so the boat was in between us. This is Living Sexy Radio. That's the voice of Chastity. Thank you, Chastity. Thank you, Blackjack. This is a show... Yes, it is. There's no question about that. And it's a show about how to be a better woman. And, Jack, you and I know all about that, don't we? I know how to feel a better woman. (laughs) The ladies are going to have a lot to do with tonight's show, I have a feeling, because, yes, we have our own perspective on what makes a good woman. But uh, behind every good man, there's a good woman. Behind every great man, there's a great woman, right? I think it's a critical piece of our life that uh, we have somebody to, you know, uh, be there with. Whether it's uh, in a in a traditional relationship or in a in a in a, a gay relationship, or whether you're involved in a even a polyamorous group, you've got to have a partner of some kind that supports you. So tonight, that's what we're going to talk about. But we're going to talk about women tonight, and then next week on Living Sexy Radio, we'll uh, we'll hit men up and see uh, what it takes to be a better man. Later on in the show, we got a guy uh, that really impressed Chase and I, and uh, we saw him at a fashion show, and he was uh, he got the whole crowd going, which I liked. Um, he got uh, Chase a little, uh, uh, how shall we say, excited. I think that's the better word. Moist is nice for tonight. Sounds like a towelette that you use after you go to the KFC meal. I don't know, man, if it quite works. But anyway, he... Um, he was a great guy, and, and you had a conversation with him, right? Yes, the both of us. The both of us. <laughs> it was one of those really cool connections, because yeah. you talked to him before his performance, I believe. Didn't you? Yes. I did. I waved to him. So I, yeah. I, um, I thought that was cool, because you had the non-preconceived notion and just talked. But I see him come down... And it's like, this is that guy that did that really amazing song, and he had everyone in here up and rapping. And we're talking a very prim and proper 
fashion show crew. People are there to donate money, okay? They were up. This is not shabby. These are people that literally go to these social events to put their money in the pot. I believe they were Mormon-ish. No, it was a fluency I'm speaking of, not religion. No, but at, you know, that field. There's a Mormon field. Well, and the cool thing is... Was the Tabernacle Choir there? Is that why? No, but prophecy is all about funneling the energy of the heavens. And he is really good with the way he gives his message because it's it's a very positive, uplifting, but you know where he's plugged in. And... He just entertained so very well, and I just enjoyed it. But I think that that Jack actually got the better perspective on him, and I want him to share that whenever he introduces, because he talked to him before he knew how talented he was. So this prophecy guy uh, Mm -hmm. spells his name funny, but we're going to talk to him tonight. Maybe we'll get the explanation about why he spells his name the way he does. Well, let's spell it out. It's uh, P-R-O-P-H-O-C-E-Y. Now, I guess the first part is kind of a prophet. You know, because he's a. This is a man uh, that's tied in with the Lord. Um, he's doing positive rap, and so he's got that prophet thing. And then the O C E Y, you know, prophecy would be more like without the E. So the E makes it interesting. I think so. So, you know, I'm a big fan of the ladies. I think women uh, are one reason why we don't just uh, take the car and drive off. The proverbial cliff or bridge. Well, or, sometimes you know. they cause us to drive off the bridge. <laughs> yeah, but in the in the long run, sex keeps us really on the planet. I think it's one of these things: sex and sex and good drugs and booze. But I mean, mostly really sex and pizza and sex and pizza and Chinese food. Really good Chinese good, food. Really good Chinese food. Yeah, yeah I agree um, with that. The important thing is that we're going to teach you how to be a better woman so you are not the woman that makes these poor, sexy radio hosts <laughs> drive off the cliff. And there's a lot of things that go into all that, and it, it, there are a lot of different perspectives. So we'll first talk about what qualities men look for in a woman, and Jack and I kind of know the answer to that one, but we, we also have been on the planet a while, and we got a lot of buddies uh, who've uh, made a lot of choices, and we've made a lot of choices. And you always said if we ever went for therapy, that we could do like a two-for-one deal. Like he could sit there and he could, you know, psychoanalyze both of us to a great extent. Well, right, it because be, we basically yeah. live the same life, uh, only differently. <laughs> also tonight, gooey gossip. G-Spot will be in, and you've got some pretty cool uh, stuff to talk about tonight. Lots of great stuff to Including talk about. Including relationships between <gasps> the stars... The weirdos. Yes. Holly weirds. Uh-huh. And uh, I know that uh, Black China got a little bit into a little bit of trouble. No. She's a bad girl. Yeah, she's a bad girl, but her uh, knight in shining armor came to her rescue, so da, that's da, da. very interesting. Yeah. Keith Kong, as we said, is in the studio. We'll do conversation uh, part one and part two tonight. Uh, two different segments. Make sure you listen to the whole show, and you'll be graded later. Sex in My City will be uh, showcasing the beautiful city of Charlotte, North Carolina, because the uh, Panthers are in the Super Bowl. Last week we did Denver. It only stands to reason we get into the sexy side of the Panthers' home city. It's not all about football. Now, most people don't know this, but Charlottesville was named for the Charlotte that also appears as the main character. In what cartoon? <gasps> Charlotte's Web. Exactly. Spider. Now Spider you learned Town. something new. 
I like it. How many charlatans live there? That's what I want to know. I think G-Spot has the number. That's, I shouldn't have even laughed at that. Like, it shouldn't have even come out of my mouth because that was ridiculous. But it was... Well, if you live in, in Charlotte, you're a charlatan, aren't you? Different spelling, darling. No, it was it's just no. It wasn't ass. that. It was just hokey. Although as, they say it, ass. it was just Sorry. hokey as hell. But uh, you get you get the thumbs up for that. Well, one. and you did this whole spider thing, so you know it was horrible. My the thing whole was thing was, was, it was the whole. Let's just talk about sex in that city <laughs> later on with G Spot, uh, and then there is a store, a sex doll story. We love these these sex robots, right? The new sex robot craze that's sweeping mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody's uh, kind of disconnecting from each other, and, and they have, instead of their good woman, they've got their good sex robot. And this guy in Canada got into a whole bunch of trouble, uh, and I'm still trying to figure out why. Uh, but we'll uh, have that story tonight as well on Living Sexy Radio. If you want to Skype us, we're at Living Sexy on Skype. We're monitoring, and uh, we would love for you to chime in. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you don't think. Uh, matter of fact, just send us a smiley face. I don't really care. Uh, We'd love to see you on there, okay? So let's start off, and Jack, you and I can discuss what's going on with these these women, what men want in women. I believe that uh, number one thing a man wants in a woman is someone who will show up. (laughs) What? I think if you have a girl in your life... And you plan to be somewhere like you're going to see a movie. And uh, you want to maybe get a little dinner beforehand. So you say, meet me at Bernie's Steakhouse. And uh, she doesn't show up. You know, this this can irk a fella, is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Especially when, you know, you're kind of... You kind of stalk them a little bit in a friendly way, and then, you know, you bother them a little bit, and then you finally say they're going to do something with it. This is a friend of mine. This isn't me, per se. Sure. But, um, so and then you go ahead and you, you set up a date, and then where, where the hell are they? This, of course, is uh, this friend of mine many years ago. This wouldn't be my friend today. Sure. And so, I, you know, but I really think that showing up is important for a woman. Showing up. Just not, like... Well, Mailing it in is what you're trying to say. But, but we all know women tend to be late. I mean, it, you know, we are. We, we got to look nice and pretty and, you know. No, late's, have, o- no, late's okay. I'm just saying when they don't show up oh, at no, all. Not yeah. show up at <laughs> all. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is a small problem. Uh, that is a very small problem. But what I like in a woman, uh, not only should she be punctual and that's all good and fine and all, uh, not a deal breaker by any stretch, but I think I like the combination, the one-two punch of confidence and intelligence. And I don't know if you can have one without the other because an intelligent woman is usually a confident woman because she is well-read. She understands what the hell everybody's talking about. She doesn't stare and gaze at you when you start discussing your stock portfolio. And, you know, you can have an intelligent conversation. And she can actually contribute to this conversation with relevant facts and information uh, because, hey, she's smart. And I like the fact that she could even pick your stocks for you and run your portfolio. Right, I also like when uh, a woman's not materialistic because the worst thing that you want to hear is, what else do you got for me, you know, or something like that, or uh, credit card, please, something like that, you know. So I think, 
Yes, Chase. Well, I just think that you want a little more substance to the situation. I mean, gold diggers are few and far, but you can do that dime a dozen, right? You want a woman. You want someone who is independent, strong, isn't there for what they can gain other than a great relationship. Right. They're not in it for the stuff. And and the really amazing body. Unless you're really friggin' old. <laughs> because if you don't have amazing the right member, body. I am not oh, yeah. flirting. But what about if you're really friggin' old, G-Spot? I'm in it for the stocks. That's all I care about. Just the stocks. Well, you remember. Uh, I mean, who talks about stocks on a date? Seriously, you guys look at that way? Yeah, I do. I have. What? No, I'm, we're not I do t- it I'm in not, the coffee I'm not talking room. necessarily about on your first or second date, but I mean, if you're in a relationship with with somebody and you want to talk about the investments that you have and the future and just going your life. Oh, and there how comes the materialistic. Building your wealth Ooh, and you're out. working together to do all that stuff. Okay. It's nice to have an intelligent conversation about it. For example, you might want to talk about the fact that you're invested in uh, Apple Computer or uh, Microsoft or somebody. And if she looks at you and stares at you, she says, uh, you're investing in Apple. What does that mean? How do you do that? Well, hopefully then, you didn't get past the first okay, date with somebody it's, it's like that. it's not a good situation. Yeah. Um, so I think those are all important. Here's a couple of the other things that are not so much about the brain, uh, but about the heart and about the soul. And one of them is that I, that I like is when a woman is, is really... Um, easygoing about stuff, laid back about stuff, doesn't get all freaked out about everything that's going on. I don't like somebody that isn't what they call an alarmist. Have you ever heard that term, alarmist? I've seen them driving on the highway. (laughs) Where everything is a frickin' emergency, you know? You know, uh, the bell's got to ring and the world's got to come to an end because, oh, my gosh, we're out of milk. Yeah, I mean... um, my mom, rest in peace, was kind of like that. Everything was kind of an emergency. Yeah. And, and, and we had to get to places just exactly at the moment of the time that we we're supposed to be doing. And we always leave late, so we have to rush just to add excitement <laughs> to an otherwise boring but sane life. <laughs> so, yeah, I like uh, laid-back sure. women. Mrs. Blackjack is very laid-back. I'm really the guy who's got my ants in my pants. Well, and, and the <laughs> nagging, you know, and, and that goes with the with the with the, the laid back thing. I mean, you know, I understand that we got to do stuff, you know, and, and there's things to be accomplished. But my goodness gracious, uh, please don't be hammering on me all day long about the one thing I didn't get done yesterday, or the fact that I've I've still haven't gone to the store to get that, uh, you know, new Swiffer wet jet. I mean, it, it, it just, it's, it, it, I, I don't like that. I would rather we have a, a calm conversation about whatever it is. Here's what I like in a girl. I like a girl who's playful. You got to be able to be playful. Because Xbox, Xbox, baby. No, not that kind of playful. You know, uh, like G-Spot. You know, you, flirty and fun. and I love to dance. And you dance like a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were on the boat. We took that boat trip with the whole uh, living, sexy people at large. I don't know what the hell we call ourselves. <laughs> I think on that trip, we were, the, we were a crew. Oh, we were a pirate crew. Yes, we were. And so w- 
we were at the dance floor, and it was getting a few hours into the trip. And of course, you can't leave the boats. No, and, you're, you're locked in and there. The funny thing about we the don't boat want to talk is, about that part. <laughs> no, but it's funny because on these kind of boats with a big casino in them, if you're not playing the casino, there's not much else to do. I mean, you could try to sneak around a, a corner and bang or something. Like I think you did, G Spot, right? I did on one, yes. So. The whole thing about it is you guys were all sitting on the side, kind of in some sort of a daze. Your eyes were crossed and glazed. Uh, you just kind of, little drool was coming out of the corner of your mouth there. And then me and G-Spot were the only ones on the floor. Even Mrs. Black and Jack got tired out. And we were dancing like we were at Sprockets in Germany, man. You know? Yeah. Well, you gotta have fun. I think. I think sometimes people take themselves way too serious. Think all the time. All the time. You know, you gotta. You just gotta cut it up and cut it. And Chase, you're one of the most playful people I know. Oh, I like. When I think playful in this respect, and I think guys appreciate this, is um, a little wrestling, even kind of, you know, or you know, smack that ass you walk by. There really isn't an ass that I pass by that I don't smack. Well, and, and Hot Chocolate and I have been playing this game lately. Oh, I want to hear. Where we just are walking around and um, without each other knowing, somebody smacks an ass and runs in the <laughs> other direction. And it's like, hey! Hell, hey! And, and, and then, you know, when she's not looking, you know, she's like doing something. She's, you know, cooking or doing whatever and I'll just sneak up behind her. I'll give her a whack on there. <laughs> and then I'll run away. So we've been playing. This is funny we brought this up because we've been playing this game for about the last two weeks. This is a great game. I I'm going to do this tonight when it's I It's like go tag you're it. You yeah. remember that game? Ah. Tag Except you're it, it. It's tag your ass you're yeah. it. I, no, and I've got to watch it because if I'm like getting dressed or something, I'm you know bending over in the closet and I'm picking something up, <laughs> she comes up and just whacks me right in the butt. You have to not be vulnerable. <laughs> and don't bend over too far. She might get your uh, oh, donut. Well, he oh, likes that's that fine. Part. I like that anyway. So... <laughs> I knew you were going there, Chase. Uh, um, so, uh, speaking of those those wonderful things between the legs, uh, I love a woman who is sensual, not just somebody that likes to have sex. Okay, and I, right. I get it, and, or somebody that's really needy all the time and, and wants you to, you know, go down there between their legs, you know, twenty four hours a day. I mean, somebody that's just sexy, sensual, you know, that can turn anything into a really sexy time, even if it's at the dinner table when you're having dinner and then you just look at each other and then you start goofing around and you take like take a fork full of something and, and she'll put it in her mouth and, you know, just kind of oh, eat it, you know, and <laughs> give me those lips and stuff. And I'm going, all right. You're turning me on eating your steak. This is good. I mean, that kind of stuff. Wait I, a I minute. You're saying the mastication is is uh, is getting you horny? Oh, yeah. Haven't you ever seen a, a woman eat a uh, some kind of, th- like, especially fruit? Or, All I know uh, is I, I understand where you're coming juicy. from. Yeah. But when you're dealing with Mrs. Blackjack, she gets hungry, and then the food becomes that focal point, just trying to get it down her gullet. And, stuff. and she's thin. You know, she's not fat, but she's not the kind of person to roll her tongue around the meat and, and then sniff up a juices and stuff. Well, I mean, she's, she's sensual in other ways. Yeah, every, right. and everybody's got their own sensuality. Sure. My Mrs. Blackjack likes to wear... You know, nice looking clothes and that have a little the LBD. You ladies know what the LBD is—the little black dress. Yeah. The thing about it is, 
you want her to be her kind of sensual. You want someone that's not like a truck driver all the time. The other thing you want is you want an honest girl, someone who's honest. And uh, honesty is important. And also independence. A girl who you could leave for a few days on a business trip, and you know her whole life isn't going to fall apart. She can get by and get by well. (laughs) What if she puts the broom on the front porch? What does that mean? That means you're you're that means you want the guy to backdoor man to come in, in or what? In the military? Do we oh, know? Yeah. Who else knows? G spot? I have no idea. No. I'm thinking I'm about, getting on a broom tell and me about this somewhere. One. <laughs> My man is on leave. We're out of town on a deployment. Come in. And this me. is at one lonely sweep me off. And my so you feet. and so you put a, a broom out. Yes. And that means sweep you off your feet, I need my house right? clean. Yeah, yes. Or it could mean... Uh, Come on in to clean my house. It could, be, it, it, it could also mean um, be really kinky with the broom. It could be. So those are some ideas coming from a male perspective on what he's looking at when he wants to get into a, a meaningful relationship with a woman. And we will get the woman's perspective on Living Sexy Radio as the uh, day continues to roll on here on Living Sexy. So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you, Brittany. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, Taking your and life Living to a Sexy, sexy Radio.com. It's Living, Living Sexy Broadcasting Live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. I like living sexy every day. If you want to hear a topic uh, on this show, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to follow us on Twitter and just message us. Or you could follow us on Facebook. Send us a message about some topics you want to hear. Because we don't mind uh, covering topics uh, related to what's sexy. We don't mind covering them again and again even. Because you can always get a new angle out of it. I suppose I need to go out and get more sex. That's what I need yes, to do. Yes, you need to do more research for yes. sure. No, not well. Not no, just I need reading more. about it. No, no, I need to do to it. Do it, yeah, sure. Yeah. Field yeah. research. Yeah, actual, actual sex. Sure, yeah, yeah. Especially with those twenty-five-year-olds in the elevator. That's right, and to keep up with you guys. Right. If you're uh, if you're a woman out there who really thinks that you're uh, that you're it, give us a call because I want to hear from you because the topic is being a better woman. So uh, call me at 866-GET-SEXY. It's your pal, Blackjack. 866-GET-SEXY. I'm here with the lovely G-Spot. We have Keith Kong. We have Chastity Trick on 1490 WWPR Tampa Bay. And I'm really excited about this 
this expansion of uh, of the sexiness. Yeah, living sexy uh, is something that needs to be done every single day. So why not? Uh, so we'll be doing it uh, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll give you all the details. Keep it tuned here to livingsexyradio.com. Now it's time for G Spot. <laughs> And gooey gossip. It's G Spot. Hi, G Spot. Uh, hi, I like the end. I feel like I'm uh, like a person floating in the you're air. You're a princess. You're yeah. the you're the you're the witch of the north. You're uh, Glenda. Oh yeah. Or Glinda. Yes. Or whatever her name was. Yeah, that was it. You got it. <laughs> so uh, what's happening in the world of Hollywood? No, it's Holly Weird. All right. What's yeah. what's going on? Well, um, just recently, Nick Jonas, and uh, for those who don't know Nick Jonas, he gets around. He's pretty hot. And I guess the girls really like him. He's one of them edulable bachelors. Yeah, something like that. And he's what, in his 30s probably? probably no, 30s? he's in his 20s. Oh, yeah. He's just a youngster. Wow. No wonder all the girls want him. So uh, needless to say, he has confirmed that he is banging Kate Hudson. Mm. Now, we all know Kate Hudson. Right? The older Love woman. Because she's no, in her late no, 30s no, now. Now, wait a minute now. Maybe in early 40s. I, I don't think he ever said that exactly like you put it there, G-Spot. Okay. I didn't hear anything from him that it said he was doing that to Kate. Well, he might not have said the word banging. No. This is what he said. Right. He was questioned, are you having sex with Kate Hudson? Hudson? And his response was, Kate's incredible. We had unbelievable an unbelievable connection as two humans who just admire things about each other and see something in each other that's beautiful. That just means they're banging. He just said it in a longer sentence. Correct. So yeah. here, here is the translation of what that really means. Kate is incredible. We had an unbelievable sexual connection as two humans who just admire things about each other, like each other's naked private parts. Damn. And see something in each other, like when my penis is inside of her vagina. Yeah, but no, but he didn't say that that end stuff. There. He wouldn't use the term penis no. and vagina, would he? No, that's just how that's you interpreted his nice, Nick, very a, respectful way Nick Jonas. of referring to this yeah. beautiful woman that he has a wonderful connection with. What and happens? Now you're making uh, it dirty now. You're well, no, it no dirty. it's never well, dirty. It's gooey gossip. It is never dirty when you... Have a penis or a vagina when you say those words. Because well, that here's makes the thing, it very though. scientific at that point. Here's the thing, though. Kate Hudson actually, in return, sent a beautiful picture of her naked butt on Twitter to respond back to this interview. No. Yes. Really? Yes, she did. Well, they must be having sex. See? See? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, that's yes. right. Well, this is she exciting. Just, you know what happened? Kate They're Hudson. Playing. Now, Kate Hudson's career has not been as hot as it was about seven or eight years ago. Just let's just say it. So. She's got to get out there. And she needs young dingling. She needs the young stuff. Nothing wrong with the young dingling. So she kills two birds, one proverbial marketing stone. There we go. There Perfect. 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 Well, she's got her new um, fitwear company, Fabletics. Yeah. And it's some really nice, excellent quality, reasonably priced exercise wear. And it's sexy. So... That's even more because it's like I'm so sexy and I work out that I am having wild sex with twenty some year olds. Well, she looks like she's twenty five, so yeah, she, 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 she can get away with it. She's low thirty, and, and if I were her, I'd be bragging about it. Actually, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I think she has two children. Or, yeah. or yes. a few. Yes. All right. So what else we got going on? The next thing is uh, Cindy Crawford, as we uh, may know in in the Love. generation of you know what in the eighties, seventies, eighties. 
Cindy was really an '80s girl, I I would think, and yeah. Cindy early Crawford. '90s. Well, she and she's timeless, ageless. This woman, she's got a great ass. She has a wonderful everything. So anyway, uh, bottom line, she is retiring officially at the age of fifty, February twentieth, from modeling. Not everything else she does, but modeling. She's so, still going to do endorsements and things she, yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. But it's it's a pretty big announcement for her because she does a lot of modeling. She still does to mm-hmm. this day. You can I see still, her. I still remember her from the uh, Pepsi commercials in the uh, Super Bowl and uh, the one where she's uh, getting the Pepsi out of the machine. And then the other one that was cute with her in the Super Bowl, I just remembered this. Remember when the two boys were standing against the oh, fence? Oh, yes. And she came out, and she, she's popping the top on the new Pepsi can, and mm-hmm. she, she takes a drink, and the kid says, the, I think his line is something like, wow, that's an incredible new Pepsi can or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. a really beautiful new Pepsi can. And of course you were thinking the kid was going to talk about the fact that, you know, Cindy of Crawford. Course. And I wonder if that was a time when they were paying like ridiculous amounts of money to put a commercial on during Super Bowl. Oh, it's even more now. Well, I know it's even but more But even now. back then it was it wasn't oh, yeah. cheap. It's, it's up to like 10 million dollars for 30 seconds or something. Some ridiculous. It's amount. it's crazy. It's got to be crazy. Well, the next thing I have to share with everybody is once again Black China. Black China this past Friday was on a flight from LAX, which is Los Angeles, and she was flying into uh, Texas. It was a layover for a London, her destination. Yeah, she at had the to end. fly through Dallas or whatever. Uh, one of those places. Yeah. And uh, apparently she was uh, acting up on the actual flight <laughs> from LAX <laughs> to. Um, Texas. So I guess there was kind of a report that she uh, was, um, you know, intoxicated. She wasn't acting right. She was, I guess, apparently being a little rude, uh, all kinds of things. So when the plane landed, as we all know today, you have to be really careful how you act on a plane. You know, they, they will call it in and say something's not right. They don't care who you are. Well, when they landed, apparently they came and arrested her right away. And when they arrested her, they actually found not only one drug, but two drugs. Now I found out. Two drugs. Two. Uh, one being ecstasy <laughs> hey! and Xanax, and it wasn't prescribed to her. Oh. Yeah, so we got some problems. Well, that's the go up, come down situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if, you're, if you oh, know yeah, about these things. If yeah. you have to go that's up, you got to come down. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Go, same, you, same thing like flying in a plane. <laughs> you know. Okay, so it didn't yeah. work out as well for so her. So Black China uh-huh. uh, is in dire straits. She's getting thrown in jail. Uh, she's got drug charges. What happens next? Well, her knight in shining armor gets into a ve- vehicle and drives from Los Angeles to Texas to go and save her. And that happens to be Rob Kardashian. Which, if we know the connection of Rob Kardashian, <laughs> right. Black China, Tyga, and Kylie. Kylie, yes. But Black China looks a lot like Nicki Minaj. So, uh, no, this woman no, is not attractive they, no, at all. No, no, an unattractive Nicki Minaj, wouldn't yeah. you say? No, yeah. I think not, I, no, not really. I, I don't mind her looks. I think she's all right. Nah. Well, here's the thing. Apparently now, you know, Rob Kardashian's had his own addiction issues. So this is going to be very interesting. Right. He's, he's just got out of treatment or something, didn't yes, he? Yes. So now he's got this, this, this girlfriend uh, that, that's doing drugs. And she's going to have to go into treatment. That's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, she has a child. Right. We so all know now that. he's going to be in treatment with her. So maybe it's a, a relationship made in heaven. You never know. But I think it's just kind of a grudge back to mama 
because you know they have a lot of drama going on in that family, and uh, so I think that's what's going on. <laughs> what I, a better way, you know. Th- this is that thirteen step program they've warned you about. Yes. What thirteen, what, 13 steps? Of drama? Is there extra steps? Well, it is when two addicts get together. I thought it was a twelve-step program. That's the problem. Thirteen-step program. And thirteen. And thirteen's not and even it's lucky. It's an unlucky number. On top of that. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. And the last thing that uh, came alive, literally came alive, was Grease Live. It was good. Yes. That was good. And, I love that. Yeah. Uh, you guys enjoyed it. I did not get the wonderful opportunity to watch it. However, I read a lot about uh, the, uh, you know, the reviews and who enjoyed it, who didn't enjoy it. But the mm-hmm. one thing they did say, which is just so part of what we do, Grease Live was a sexy pelvic thrusting triumph. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of uh, very provocative dancing uh, in the show, for sure. I want to pull the... Uh the Living Sexy Studios main suite. Uh, who uh, watched it? Show of hands. Trip watched, watched it. I watched it. I watched it. Did you watch it? No. Oh, uh, well, then so it's Keith not live anymore. It. Keith Kahn recorded it. Well, he, he was working. So is it called Grease Recorded? Grease Recorded now, yes. G-Spot, did you watch it? I, I missed it. I mean, I, I heard people... Did you t- record it? No. I, I'm not that up in technology, unfortunately. I live in the 80s, I think. Okay, one question. Who was the band that was playing at the dance in, in Grease Live? And I'm going to give you just a tiny little hint right here. Trick's favorite song. DNCE was the live band that played during the ballroom dance scenes in Grease Live, which was pretty cool. Well, I was trying to figure out who the hell it was because they didn't look like they fit in the 50s thing. You know, the guy had the mohawk, and I'm like, wait a minute. The mohawk wasn't really around that much. I think he dialed in kind of a 50s look, though. He had the suit on and stuff. He he had the suit, but there was something wrong about him. I went, okay, it's got to be a modern group, but what freaking group is it? Because I don't know who these guys are. And then you say DNCE. Okay, that's them now. So they're they're the big thing now. This this DNCE, this Cake by the Ocean song has been around since summer, and uh, it's on half of the TV commercials you watch now. And... um, so they, they, they did the, the live thing. And I saw an interview with him, actually, after Grease Live, and, and he said he was, they were nervous as hell because, you know, it's a lot of pressure uh, being on, you know, 10 million homes uh, watching this live thing. And you got to play it with cameras flying around, and you got to play all the stuff at the right time, and then there's people dancing to your music, and it's like, wow. You, you know? know what's interesting, what's happening right now in, in this generation, um, which was happening a long time ago, is being able to kind of watch Broadway on TV. Because, you know, Wizard of Oz just came out, right? You guys knew The Wizard of Oz came out, what, last month? Where they remade that. Sure. Was it The yep. Wizard of Oz or did they, did they remake The Wiz? Or The Wiz, sorry. The Wiz. Yeah, you're correct. The yes. Wiz. Okay. My yes. apologies. Because yeah. that's The Wizard of Oz. Because that's soul. like the opposite of the. Of it's, the it's the same thing, only different. No, right. it's, it's like the opposite of the White Oscars, and I'm going to tell you why. Because there was actually flack. And I heard this the other day. Roberta? When we were talking about. No, Roberta. Is, she was awesome. She's, yeah. she's not in it. But. They were like, there's no, um, you know what I don't understand, this one ridiculous caller says, is there's no white people in the cast. He didn't get it. (laughs) No. um, Like G-Spot did. But But that's the way it works. Uh, Let me tell you a whiz story. I have a whiz story. Not whizzing. Okay. No. No, I want to tell a quick whiz story. I saw the original whiz. 
with the black Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. right? As Me black too. as he could be. Before he lightened up. Well, didn't Before that start the up. whole relationship between he and Diana? That yes. was their first big gig together. Yes, and you know was. who I always liked in the cast was Nipsey Russell. Nipsey oh, Russell. Him. Oh, yeah. Good scare- old Nipsey Russell. Scarecrow. Awesome. Yes. He was just one of these guys that was not, was kind of underrated, right? Would you say a little bit? Yeah, back For then. the talent yeah, level. Sure. Yeah. But great, great actor. Yeah. All right. Well, we are uh, doing a show all about how to be a better woman. Thank you, G-Spot, for the latest from Hollywood and in the music industry. Uh, let me give her a little oh, extra. We got <laughs> I want you to know that's me doing that. All right, uh, Prophecy is our guest, our sexy artist, and uh, he will be with us shortly on Living Sexy Radio. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. This is Jack. And this is Trick, your hosts on Living Sexy Radio. You know, being healthy is a key component to being sexy. Over the past couple of years, though, I've put on a few pounds. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. I've been trying to lose weight, been on every fad diet that comes along, but diets just don't work. You know they don't, and you're not the only one. We were recently introduced to a life-changing and lifestyle-changing way of eating. It turns your metabolism from fat-storing to fat-burning. It's called the Metabolic System from Living Young. And it's the first and only system that corrects the metabolism. My body is now burning fat 24 hours a day. Jack and I are also changing our lives with a nitric oxide activator. It turns back the clock by increasing blood flow to every organ, including down in my nethers. It's all about increasing nitric oxide levels. The research won the Nobel Prize. And it's making a huge difference for me. Me too. We'd love for you to join us. It's easy. Just go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the big blue butterfly. We'll keep you updated on our progress on Living Sexy Radio, and we're excited to share your success stories too. Hi, it's Dante from Living Young. I'll be your coach helping you every day as you change your life. Choose a healthier, sexier lifestyle with the metabolic system. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click the big blue butterfly now. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me, This is Electric. I'm here with Blackjack. Chastity G-Spot is here. Keith Kong is joining us as well. And we are talking tonight about how to be a better woman. And uh, we will continue that conversation in just a bit. But right now, it's time for our Sexy Artist segment. And Prophecy is joining us now. This this Prophecy, this gentleman, uh, he has got an incredible message, got some killer tunes and we're going to let you listen to some of it tonight uh he is somebody that has a sound that that appeals to the you know younger generation but at the same time uh he's bringing the family together and i like that idea prophecy welcome to living sexy radio great to have you on the air 
Oh, man, great to be here. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. I might use that for my uh, next album. <laughs> oh, you know, just uh, you know, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll help you out with that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I want to, uh, first of all, now, why do you spell your name the way you do? I'm sure you probably got that question before, but it's an interesting, I, it looks like profit, like you're coming up with profit, and then, but, but what, where'd it come from? Well, um, actually, the origins of the name actually came from um, uh, my aunt. My aunt, she actually does uh, music as well, and uh, I was talking to her um, just one afternoon, and I had mentioned a few things, and I said, hey, listen, you know, I, I think this is going to happen. I kind of think this is going to happen, and maybe like a week or two later, um, it actually happened. So she actually came, uh, we actually started talking again, and she said, hey, you know what, you know, it's almost like you're a prophet, you know, you're really, you really kind of putting it out there. So, you know, I kind of stuck with the name Prophecy, but um, the reason why I was spelt that way is because I never really wanted to actually um, connect my name to a word that's kind of already in a dictionary. So I just changed it up a little bit, and once we got the uh, paperwork together and the copyright, I just had the green light from, from there and just kept moving with it. That's pretty cool, man. I know you've uh, been busy. Uh, you've been at a number of different award shows lately. Uh, you've taken home some hardware, and I, I hear you're nominated as well for some uh, awards, including your Black Friday album, Best Album, uh, with the the uh, Kingdom Image Awards, and I know you're nominated the uh, IACMA Awards as well. So congratulations. You've done some great work. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, it's, it's definitely an honor being uh, nominated and uh being able to, to bring home a few awards, it, it's just basically showing that, you know, uh, your, your work is uh, finally paying off, you know. So, yeah, I'm extremely excited about the, the nominations and ready to get to, uh, get to those ceremonies. Well, I uh, want people to know what you're about, so the best way to do that is through the music. Let's hear a little something. Yeah, I thought we'd maybe right. play a little bit of uh, Ohio for folks. Uh, we just are loving this song. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I just like the fact you got all the white people to move their arms and stuff. That was awesome. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we are just loving this song. I, you know. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit of Ohio. This is prophecy on Living Sexy Radio. You're a talented guy. Where did you uh, where did you pick it up? But uh, did you did you do? Uh, you're you're a Christian rap artist, which I like. I like it's positive. You know, it's yes, it's. Uh, but did you do did you do just traditional regular rap that had edge to it? Did you, and then you moved into the Christian stuff. Did you did you go right into the Christian stuff, or how, how did that work for you? Uh, yeah. So I um 
I started writing when I was about uh, 14. I went to a Christian camp down in uh, Tennessee, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, when I was younger uh, with a few of my church buddies and uh, ran into a friend of mine to this day who uh, used to rap, or not used to rap, he actually currently still raps, and he was kind of like my mentor. So I've always been a Christian hip-hop artist. I was never the, you know, the street um, artist or just the, you know, the, the regular hip-hop and then transferred over. I've, I've been a Christian hip-hop artist my entire career, my entire life. So uh, it's one of those things to where a lot of people will ask me, you know, hey, you know, where do you get your influence um, from? I get my influence from all types of music, but it never changes me or persuades me to, you know, do something outside the box, um, outside of Christian uh, music. So it's No, that's your home, right? You know? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and it's a good place to be. And thank you very much for doing Living Sexy Radio, because it's kind of a cool kind of thing that that we got you on here because living sexy is is living positive and so it fits in right. with a christian message and right. you know i uh i think that it's important to have a spiritual bent no matter mm-hmm. how you're going through the journey right and mm-hmm. di- people diff- yes, people have different ways of doing it and whatever and and that's all well and good because I think really what it's really important about is about being enlightened. And G-Spot, you had a question for Prophecy, right? I actually do. I always wonder with uh, recording artists and rapists or whatever terms you want to use, but when you hear yourself, you know, when we were playing your music and you're listening, are you really listening to yourself? Do you critique yourself? Like, how do you feel when you're listening to yourself on the radio or wherever you're going to hear yourself sing? Uh, actually, um, my biggest critiquing for me comes uh, when I'm actually uh, in the studio recording. I have a great uh, sound engineer. I've been working with him for the last five years, five projects. Um, and every single time that you know I get into the studio, I try to do as much as possible uh, in, a, in, a, in as little amount of time as possible. So um, when I'm critiquing myself, I'm always critiquing myself for stuff that's in the studio. When it's outside of the studio and I'm done with the project and I'm done with the record, um, I love to sit back and, and, and hear myself because it it just reminds me of um, putting, you know, the, the struggles that I've already been through, it's coming out and it's coming out through the music. So listening to myself just actually uh, gives me confirmation of, hey, listen, keep going, keep moving, uh, you know, it, it, whatever was in your path before. You know, now it's now it's out your way. We all go through struggles. You know, life is not easy, as you know. What what are some struggles that you've had to deal with? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> uh, just to, to keep it general, um, uh, one thing is definitely uh, education. Uh, college is definitely something that has uh, definitely been um, you know uh, just a stepping stone in my life to be able to educate myself um, in and out of college and in uh, in and out of this industry. Um, I've only had um, a little bit of education through uh, a mentor of mine a few years back, but everything else has been independently just self-education or self-educated. So that's, you know, that's definitely a a challenge. And also uh, musically uh, being able to continue and be uh, uh, consistent. Uh, One of the challenges that artists have is, is being consistent with not just music, but great music and music that shows their, uh, you know, the, that they can evolve and move out of their, their so-called box, you know, when they started. So, you know, I think, so I think, I think Eminem has done that. You know, I think he's been able to expand like that and, and keep up with trends because he's been around, what, 16, 17 plus years now. But I, and I like the way that he does mm-hmm. stuff with other artists now. And 
A big part of, of uh, rap music, and, and uh, you know, I listen to a lot of hip-hop myself. I listen to a lot of R&B. Uh, a lot of it is all about, you know, sex and, and drugs and about there's a lot of a profanity in it. It's, 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 right. you know, it's, just, it's just the way it is. And you look exactly. at all the, the popular uh, artists today uh, that are singing hip-hop music. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, stuff in there that, that, that may not be the, the way to live your life. And so how do you how do you get kids or how do you get anybody really to to take a chance on listening to and loving your music when they're so used to listening to what they're listening to today on popular radio? Well, uh, that's a great question. Unfortunately, there's two sides of hip hop. There's the industry hip hop and then there's just real hip hop. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of real hip hop. You actually have to, you know, look under a rock to really find real hip-hop that doesn't involve the sex, drugs, and the violence. And, you know, sometimes, you know, with people's uh, attention span nowadays, they don't, they don't have the, the, the time frame to go look for it. So they're stuck with this industry uh, uh, outlook of hip-hop being about the sex, drugs, and the violence when it's really not. It never started like that. The origins of hip-hop was not about that. You know, and that's, you know, that's the unfortunate part. But when it comes to uh, my music uh, and um, directly it's real music and, and real music does not have to necessarily be christian hip-hop it can be contemporary gospel it can be rock it can be soul it can be jazz whatever music connects your mind body and soul together and makes you cry makes you jump for joy makes you get excited that's the real music that lives within everyone and whatever music puts you on that plateau is the music that you need to continuously listen to keep your spirits high. So my genre being Christian hip-hop, I use a lot of that to be able to motivate uh, a lot of people within, um, well, well, anybody really. You know, so when it comes to certain when it comes to certain churches or it comes to certain organizations, um, my music just resonates with everyone. I've had a lot of people telling me like, hey, you know what? I, I really don't listen to rap music, but I like your stuff. You know, and it's just like, wow, you know, that's yeah. I, but this is hip hop. But okay, well, hey, you know, I'll, I'll take it. You know, so you have one more person to believe in. You know, this genre of music, and I don't really like the term rapper. Um, I, I kind of steer away from that. I do say lyricist, hip-hop lyricist, yeah, and it kind of yeah. puts a, 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 a smoother uh, entry with it. <laughs> and then I just play the music and kind of... Hip-hop lyricist has a certain ring to it yeah. that I like. <laughs> I want to yeah. say that, you know what I am? I am a, a hip-hop white boy radio lyricist. I think that's not pretty good. What do you think? I don't, I don't think it has that's quite no the same ring to it, Jack. Um, so, uh, Prophecy, can you no tell problem. us a little bit about where you're going, what you're doing, what's going on in your world right now? I know you've got this great album, Black Friday. We want people to check it out. Uh, we'll put a link to it up on our website at livingsexyradio.com. But what else is happening in your world, man? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, extremely excited about the uh, the new single coming out um, in, a, in a few weeks here. Uh, the new single, Tonde Monai, uh, No Way. Uh, that's coming out via iTunes and all digital uh, stores. That's the new single. Uh, we're looking to um, drop an album sometime early spring. Uh, still waiting on those details. Uh, we do have a major event. I do have a major event coming up on the 27th, which will actually be um, down in uh, the Orlando area at the, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry about that, at the uh, Argington uh, Marketplace. 
that's uh, yeah. 5250 International Drive. Well, all I know uh, is uh, we're all going to come see you. Um, oh. <laughs> is that new tonight? Because no. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, so uh, you know, Ar- Artagon, I think, is, yeah. what, is what you're talking about, right? Isn't that yeah, Artagon. Artagon? Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's kind of a yeah, weird new kind of a mall concept that uh, is kind of neat. And uh, we'll be looking forward to that. So that's on the one that's that. Do you say the 20? Yeah, 27th. Uh, 27. It starts at uh, 1 o'clock, uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and it goes to about 11 p.m. Um, it's going to be some great, uh, great VIP seating, great uh, celebrity Photography, out right? Because people will be taking pictures with us, right? Because <laughs> we're going to be there. Yeah, of course, yeah. thanks of a course. lot. <laughs> All right, and are you, are you doing that social media thing? Where how can they how can, how can people communicate oh, with you? Of course, yes, yes, of course. Um, prophecy, P R O P H O C E Y. That's uh, at Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, you can definitely uh, check me out on Snapchat and, of course, Facebook. Um, everything is just Prophecy straight out. Uh, if you want to check out uh, any of the music videos, definitely go to Prophecy 1, the number one, at YouTube. And you can check out all of my music videos from there and, of course, the label Real Music Records um, as well. So that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I'll make it simple for everybody because it's already hard enough with the, with the name. <laughs> and, uh, of course, and, uh, you know, for people who want to hear uh, this interview again, or if you want to publicize it, that's awesome, too. By the yeah. end of the week, it'll be up on our site, livingsexyradio.com. Before you go, prophecy. Are you living sexy? Yeah. <laughs> Every day, all day, I try. <laughs> and what is living yes, sexy to you? Living sexy to me is, is being able to uh, stay on top of your game. Uh, being able to uh, stay, you know, two steps ahead of the, your competition or staying two steps ahead in your spiritual life or anything on that nature, just handling your business overall. You know, if you can really handle your business and, and put your, uh, you know, whatever next step you put out, it benefits you two steps later down the road, you know, that's, that's, that's living sexy right there. That's it, and that's prophecy right there. Thanks, man. All right, yes, thanks sir. a lot. Great to have you on the show tonight. Thank you. And I'll be uh, I'll be in touch with you. Let's uh let's hook us uh, all up with tickets and we'll all go see you and uh, that'd be great, man. I want to I want to get this okay. net. I want to hit that VIP so people can take pictures with you and me, man. No problem. I love no you, brother. Gotcha. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show. And Thank here is prophecy. This is Growing Up from his Black Friday album on Living Sexy Radio. Oh. Listen, through the sessions of love, I have witnessed the good and bad. The best and worst, which you should have, but you really never could have had. The sad, how it goes down sometimes. In one's mind, it's a picture-perfect scene. Until you realize there's a villain on your screen. A traitor on your team who puts a flaw up in the scene. Then you scream, because before you know it's all said, done and over with. The God pulls you off the stove with other mitts. Gives you a soak in the cleaning. Patch you up if you got a hole and stop the leaking. Tells you to stop thinking about your history, because the one he picks for you is about to be his greatest recipe undeniably what you really need on top of that he gives you the peace to succeed so take the time to really breathe and take the time to achieve what both people need to achieve growing up i never really knew how much love it takes to be strong to make it through growing up i never planet's sexiest mix this is the living sexy radio network broadcasting live from the united states of america